Enjoy the convenience of seven days a week banking and extended hours with Cube from First Arkansas Bank and Trust. Member FDIC. Benefits you deserve. Eat My Catfish Studios, it's time for Arkansas's number one caller-driven sports show. It's Drive Time Sports on the Buzz Radio Network with your hosts, Randy Rainwater and Rick Schaefer. Lock it in and get ready to dial us up. Drive Time Sports is on the air. Hour number two of Drive Time Sports in the Buzz Radio Network. Rick Schaefer, standing by Northwest Arkansas. I'm Randy Rainwater from Central Arkansas. Now to Trey Betty, brought to you by Asher Wrecker Service. 501-562-2293. Family owned and operated since 1980. Asher Wrecker, dependable towing and vehicle recovery service. Ask for Asher. Good afternoon, Trey. Hey, guys. I'll start you off with a question from our Asher Record Service Company live fan feedback. Uh, I don't know if this is Hertz Rent-A-Car or not, but nevertheless, Hertz says, how would the offense look differently than Browse offense from last year? Should we expect more of a receiving threat from the tight ends? I think so. I mean, they came out the first day and ran two tight end sets and so that would be a good indicator if they plan to do that more often plus they've got Farkey's gums added to the mix to go with uh, some young talented tight ends also uh, you're going to see KJ it's not like you're going to see him line up under center just a ton like more than he's in shotgun he's going to be in shotgun more but you'll see him line up under center uh, you'll see a lot of things that you're familiar with some of it's just like nuanced stuff that we you know probably aren't even going to notice uh, just a few things here and there about how they like to do things differently. But you'll see a lot of the same plays, RPOs and those kinds of things. Um, you'll see them go very fast at times. You'll see them slow down at times. Even sometimes you'll see them huddle, which we haven't seen <laughs> happen in a while. Um, what I did notice that I felt like was different, uh, I felt like uh, there were a lot more different variations of screens, uh, screen passes that they're throwing. Uh, also, a lot of throws over the middle, which, you know, that was one of the big things I was asked earlier in the spring was just, you know, can we expect to see that? And based on what I saw in some of the open practices and, and um, you know, in the red-white game, they're going to be throwing over the middle quite a bit more than, than what we're seeing in the, in the past, too. So uh, those are probably be the main differences. I, I think, um, you know, you're you're not going to see – like just this dramatic it's not like going from you know the spread to the triple option wishbone or something like that but uh you know a lot of this stuff will be very familiar and there'll be nuanced things that you know most people won't notice but there will be some things that you will like uh what i just mentioned steve good afternoon you have a question or comment for trey uh, yeah, I do, uh, Trey. Uh, I'm not so worried about the offense. The de- on the defensive side, of the ball. Since we kind of have depth at the defensive line and a little bit depth at the uh, linebackers, are they going to run a base four-three defense uh, a lot this year? Four-two-five, and that's but... all I have, guys. Thank well, you, Steve. I'll ask you this real quick. Is, is Texas and Oklahoma joining the league yet? Not next year. Okay. So Arkansas, Arkansas can't be worse than 14th in the SEC this year in defense. <laughs> wow. So they can't be worse than what they were last year. So, you know, I was kind of thinking, first of all, it's, it'll be 4-2-5. You'll, you'll see a lot of four-man front. And they're able to do that now because of the work that they've done in the transfer portal on the defensive line. Um, you know, bringing in Trajan Jeffcoat, bringing in um, 
John Morgan, uh, bringing in uh, uh, Keevy Rose and Anthony Booker, in addition to the guys that they have returning. You know, on the defensive line, I, I look at, you know, kind of, well, I think this is an interesting way to look at it. So, who do they have leaving them, and who do they have coming back in on the defensive line? Really, uh, you know, Isaiah Nichols, you know, that would be, I would consider that a bit of a dis. Not that Isaiah Nichols isn't uh, replaceable from a talent standpoint. It's just, you know, he's from Springdale. He's an Arkansas guy. You know, I didn't want to see him leave. Uh, but Isaiah Nichols is out, and Jordan Dominic and Eric Thomas are out at defensive end. And in are uh, Trajan Jeffcoat, John Morgan, and Anthony Booker, and Keevy Rose. I think I think they're going to be a lot better on the defensive line. Um, you know, you don't want to see Dominic and Nichols leave, but I think they answered that and then plus uh, some. Plus, you got you know Quincy Rhodes coming in and Ian Ford and uh, Caleb James and other guys. So um, I think that they boosted their overall depth. And then the guys that you have returning, Landon Jackson, Zach Williams, Deshaun Stewart, Nico Davier, um, you know Cam Ball, Torian Carter, Eric Gregory, just to name a few. There's a, there's a lot of quality players on the defensive line now, so it makes a lot of sense to be able to run a four two five. And you'll see them do some four three also. They did, and the way their four three looks, um, you know, the outside linebacker, which we saw as Carson Dean and. Uh, Brad Spence uh, split out a little bit, uh, kind of like, kind of playing in the same spot as a nickel, just mm. being a bigger body. Uh, so that was kind of their their four three look. I could I could definitely see Jaheim Thomas fitting in that role also when he comes in. Um, and they, you know, they, I think they've upgraded linebacker too. So uh, you know, and I would say probably safety is one of the weaker you know parts of the team. So you know, three two six doesn't make as sense, but as much sense, but uh, Antonio Greer and Jaheim Thomas coming in, and what have you lost at linebacker? Really? I mean, Jackson Woodard is off to UNLV. You know, not that that's you, know, you don't want to see Jackson Woodard go, but I mean, if you're just trading players out, Antonio Greer and Jaheim Thomas in, and Jackson Woodard out from the transfer, and then you know, of course, you you know, you lost Drew Sanders. That's going to be a, a difficult guy to replace. But uh, I think you added two quality players. Um, you know, bumper pull. You could say him too. He was banged up so much last year; it's almost hard to count. Uh, hope he gets back healthy. But Antonio Greer, Jaheim Thomas, and then you have a wealth of younger guys. Chris Paul is going to be a better player. Jordan Crook, Manny Powell. So, from a number standpoint, it makes some sense to do some four three. You know, uh, versus a safety where I think they're probably you know maybe a little bit weaker there. So, you know, why would you put two safeties out there and a nickel when? That's not your best, or excuse me, well, three safeties in a three-two-six. Trey, I've, I've, <clears throat> I got to get off page for just a moment. I uh, just got this alert: the NFL's smallest city isn't big enough to host a Super Bowl, but is getting the next best thing. The league announced today. Uh, the NFL announced today the 2025 NFL Draft will be held in Green Bay. Wisconsin. <laughs> really? Yes. How about that? The draft in Green Bay. Sounds like drive time sports needs to be there. And, uh, I mean, maybe, you know, uh, not draft time sports, but just Randy Rainwater. Mm. Can get up for a game before then, but... You need to go to a game. But I think, you know, but uh, well, the draft, is, wouldn't that be cool, though? Well, in it's November not that, and... It's not that fun. In November and December, there's <laughs> always a cool dra- draft in Green Bay. Yeah, I know there is. Yeah, it's a it's a frozen tundra, the real right. frozen tundra. That's it. All right, Dre, uh, we didn't talk about this, but let's talk about it now. Uh, Arkansas landed Covet JUCO transfer Amari Wiggins, a mm-hmm. big uh, offensive lineman, and then also over the weekend, 2024 running back target Jaden Ball. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, start with Amari Wiggins. That was who I was talking about last week when we talked about the kind of the, the discrepancy with Sam Pittman's total on scholarships. He told you that they need a you know an offensive lineman, a wide receiver, uh, you know a couple spots left, somebody who can snap the ball, 
uh, and then they he told I guess the other media that they had <laughs> one spot. Well, he was talking about you know he was counting Wiggins already, right? Uh, with the other media, so that was the one, and it looked like Wednesday that was going to happen, and then it looked like uh, my days are mixed up. But I think maybe Friday it was going to happen, but they they had some people to to fight off. He had a lot of teams coming after him, and um, you know it's a situation here at the end where. You know, you've got some heavy hitters. Uh, you know, I thought Danny put it well to me uh, the way he described it. It's not like to disparage him at all, but you know, you've got a lot of teams out there looking to fill scholarship spots. So there's some big name teams that are coming after him. Uh, and Pittman, you know, said they need somebody who can come in in case something happens to Bo Limmer and uh, can come in and you know snap the ball because right now you're looking at. Moving Bo Limmer, if Bo Limmer has to come out, then you're looking at moving Patrick Kudis from right tackle to center, and then moving Brady Latham from guard to tackle, and then moving somebody else in at guard. That's a lot of movement just to replace your center. So they need to find somebody, and I think they feel like it can be Wiggins who can come in and, and, and step into that spot. Uh, so uh, they had to fight off a lot of people there at the end. That's why it took a little bit longer, what necessarily – wasn't a recruiting graphic or anything like that. Uh, it was just fighting off people at the end. Uh, so nice addition. And then Ball uh, is a guy that they feel kind of like Augustave, who, you know, they feel like he's going to really jump up in the rankings. The guy that's wanted to play several different positions. South Carolina wanted him as a linebacker. You know, uh, I think Georgia wanted him on defense. He had uh, a long offer list, and Arkansas likes him at, at running back. And the good thing about this guy is, you know, if it doesn't work out at running back, there's a lot of other things that he can potentially do. Uh, so kind of a, like get him here. <laughs> and, uh, you know, obviously start him out at running back. But if it doesn't work, then, you know, you can put him somewhere else. Uh, just outside of four-star status uh, right now, uh, nice offer list. Last running back Arkansas got out of Georgia was Rashad DeBinion. So um, obviously they want to keep that train going because there's a lot of talented running backs coming out of there. Uh, there's Jimmy Smith again doing good work. So nice pickup. Uh, this from our Asher Record Service Company live fan feedback. Piggy Small says, question for Trey. Are the players required to stay in town for summer workouts? Or are they allowed to train elsewhere if they wish? Is there any correlation between working out on campus and playing time in the fall? Anybody want to answer this? I know what I'm going to say. But <laughs> it's voluntary, and let, if you want to sit on the bench, yeah, or enter the transfer portal, uh, you're not required to stay, but you're required to stay. That makes sense. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And go to school. Yes, it definitely is, helps you going to school. That's so, right. I mean, mm-hmm. yeah, it's it's been the last guy that I can remember, like, from the high school ranks that just decided to stay home. I I feel like it's Jose Valdez, and that's been a long time. And I remember he came in, and I was surprised. I remember him winning back when I used to run gassers and stuff after practice. I remember, like, him beating people on his gassers. Like, okay, well, this guy's been working. Um, But you just don't don't see that anymore. I can remember uh, there was a quarterback – a few several years ago, many many years ago, twenty like some years ago, just decided not to not to do you know the workouts. And back then, if you didn't do the workouts on campus, then you had to run a conditioning drill, and you know just didn't work out. And you know, long story short, I uh, ended up leaving the team. So yeah, you uh, if you're going to play major college football, that's definitely a commitment, and that commitment involves staying on campus throughout the summer and working out. And that's going to start on June 1st, and they'll go eight weeks of that. So, yeah, there's no nobody nobody who's serious about football um, is, is not going to stay on campus, and um, they generally don't recruit people who aren't serious about football. And generally speaking, there's I know you mentioned uh, June 1st, but there's usually about a couple of weeks they have to go back home after the end of the semester, the spring semester, then as you mentioned, the startup, like on June the first. So there's a little bit of time they can go home, but not much. Throughout the year, they're probably I would say 48 weeks of football. 
Yeah. Out of 52. Yeah. Yeah, you're right about that. Uh, this also from our Asher Record Service Company Live to, uh, Fan Feedback. Barbara says, player fatigue. Many times you have said Bumper Pool played the entire game. It became exhausted and because less effective. Why not just play him on defense? We did only play defense. Yeah, it was also said, on some special teams. Yeah, I was saying Brooks Ellis also. Oh, okay. It was Brooks Ellis who I used as the example. Because gotcha. Brooks is the yeah. Back when Derrick Henry and you know, I believe it was 2015. That that game always sticks out because Brooks, you know, literally told me he couldn't breathe. <laughs> He's out there on the field trying to chase Derrick Henry down. Um, but I don't remember Brooks playing a bunch of other special teams roles and stuff. Yeah, well, bumper. But it, also, I mean, here's the thing. I mean, you have you can't you can't just mail it in on special teams. Not on this level. I mean, it decides games. And who are the best special teams players? Well, the guys that can run and tackle. And those are linebackers, safeties, tight ends. Those types of bodies do very well on special teams. Trey, back to the uh, scholarship distribution uh, that you did by adding in uh, Amari Wiggins. But that leaves one. Mm -hmm. One. What do you believe will be the final target and maybe you know something we don't know already. Maybe this target has already made a decision. We just don't know about it yet. But one scholarship position now left open. Yeah, what? not not this time, Randy. Okay. Don't have a okay. don't have a guy in the back. That no I'm crystal ball in your hand. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, th- you know, there's there's some wide receivers out there. Uh, I don't know if any of their top guys are out there. I think you'd always consider a safety. It might could just be a best available. But my thinking at this point, if there's not a guy out there where you're like, you know, we need get, this guy's going to make our football team better. Um, you know, if there's not a guy like that or if there's not a offensive lineman out there who's better than Tom there who's better than Tommy Varhall or Josh Street or, you know, one of those guys, then I, I say you consider awarding a scholarship to a walk-on. And so, I mean, we'll see. If there's a guy out there, then obviously bring him in. But if not, then, um, you know, I I don't think that Arkansas, from a numbers perspective, is in desperate need anywhere. Yes, you'd like to see one more offensive lineman. They could use one or two wide receivers, really. Uh, They have eight on scholarship. But, you know, uh, Davion Dozier, the four-star recruit, is coming in. But the other seven who are already on campus, all of them are – pushing for a starting spot so it's not like you know there's a guy that's just not going to work out (laughs) there Uh, so I think they're probably in pretty good shape they may be I mean top to bottom across the board they may be as deep as they've ever been and it's interesting I mean you know despite how much I said it and Sam Pittman said it you know wait till you know, wait till the end of the transfer portal cycle before you decide if you're going to freak out on this team. <laughs> when it was happening earlier, you're like, I mean, when everybody's leaving, you're like, oh my gosh, you know, this is crazy. This is mad. You know, what's happening? You know, uh, and then, you know, they filled it up pretty good. I, I think I would probably take what they have now. I know I would. I, I've run through it. I know I would take the additions that they have now to the transfer portal versus. Uh, the guys that left. I, I don't think there's any question about that. So, uh, You're saying then the three-named receiver that we liked so well from Colorado. He's committed, I think, to Arizona. Arizona. Yeah. 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 Montana, Montana Lamoni is correct. Yeah, I love those three names. But he's off the market, at least we think, we think he is. So, I say close up. What happened to the receiver, though, from UT San Antonio? He had some big-time numbers. I feel like he might still be out there. Okay. Maybe, yeah. Because I've not seen he uh, any any other commitments beside his name as of yet. So he may be the one lone target if you're still talking about adding one more wide receiver to the mix. Um, I almost feel like I need to turn this now into a daily segment Trey, and that is, uh, speaking of Wyatt Simmons, Miami, Texas, South Carolina offered this weekend 
Ohio State is on campus today, and USC is coming this week. Is that not crazy? Uh, I, I don't know if I've ever seen anything like it. And that quick, uh, I mean, he is it barely two weeks old that he put out that highlight video? I feel like, I feel like that's about right. I've never seen anybody wow. just pick up that much momentum in such a short. Now I've seen, you know, at the end of a recruiting cycle, kind of like what we were talking about earlier, where you know teams are scrambling, you know, and trying to fill spots, and maybe a guy just starts getting a bunch of offers late. Seen that, um, but at this point, just for a guy to uh, just suddenly start raking in offers this way. After just posting a huddle video, <laughs> I just I've never you don't you don't, don't see, first of all you don't see guys get overlooked that much anymore. Um, but that's what happens when you don't go to camps and stuff. You don't put video out there. You're not on social media. Then I can understand that. But most guys that didn't happen with. I mean, like you know, Traylon Burks was just I don't know. Traylon didn't do any of that stuff. But he was you know he was discovered. He was also from Warren, which produces right you know so you're down you know you probably you might be looking at somebody else you're like who's this ninth grader who's this 10th mm-hmm. grader Burks. um you know i can remember javante herndon it hasn't been that long you know herndon eventually played in the nfl but that was probably the last guy i can remember going into a signing day press conference and seeing a name on the board and going who's this <laughs> we didn't even have a profile. We didn't even have a profile for Javante Herndon, uh, and he signed on that. And that's been what 2010ish, something like that. Um, so, it, it, stuff like that happens every once in a while. But it's this is definitely unique in this day. We're talking Harding Academy, which is what a class three A four A school. Um. Cersei, Arkansas, it's amazing. It is simply amazing. All right, Trey, we will talk with you tomorrow. That is Trey Beatty of Hogsports.com. Being brought to you by Asher Record Service Company. Grocery Pool and Spa has a new location on Stanford Road in Conway, in addition to their Russellville location. Get up to $75 cash back when you bundle Pool Life Pool Chemicals, and they also have plenty of pool toys. LuxuryPoolArkansas.com. Live the life of luxury with Luxury Pool and Spa. True Service Community Federal Credit Union presents your Razor Hog update every day on Out of Bounds. With True Service, you get cash rewards with your debit card. Online at trueservice.net. Online marketplaces like Facebook have become flooded with sketchy cars and even shadier unlicensed car dealers. These vehicles are sold one after another and often have rebuilt or salvaged titles. Buyer beware because purchasing vehicles outside of a reputable licensed car dealer leaves you with zero consumer protection. Avoid any problems by shopping Guatney Butte Jim C next to Sam's in North Little Rock. All pre-owned vehicles at Guatney endure an exhaustive inspection process and background check. At Guadney Butte Jim C, you can be sure you're getting what you pay for when it comes to pre-owned vehicles. This month, new Sierras qualify for 0.9% financing. Get new GMC terrains at just 1.9%. Plus, everything, everything on our lot qualifies for 90 days, no payments. That's right, no payments for 90 days. Guadney Butte Jim C, next to Sam's in North Little Rock. Our website, guadneybutejimc.com. Guadney Butte Jim C, Pulaski County's only Butte Jim C dealer. GMC, we are professional grade. It's the perfect day. You're just driving along, listening to your favorite music. The window's down. There's a cool breeze. Life is good. But wait, hold on a second. You're not wearing a seatbelt? You'd better put that on before that... Uh Uh-oh, too late. Cops everywhere are stepping up enforcement, so you'd better buckle up or you will get caught. Sorry to ruin your day. Click it or ticket. A message from the Arkansas State Police Highway Safety Office. Are you sick and tired of living with that constant pain in your knees or your back? You know, joint pain doesn't just keep you from doing what you love. It affects your job, your relationships, even simple things like getting dressed. Hey everybody, it's RJ. It's time to call QC Kinetics. QC Kinetics uses advanced regenerative medicine to restore and repair damaged joint tissue, giving you your life back. Hips, shoulders, elbows, they can all be treated with natural biologics from your own body. If you're tired of steroid shots that don't work, 
work, or if you're trying to avoid surgery, call QC Kinetics now to schedule your free consultation. Learn about these exciting new cutting-edge treatments for pain caused by arthritis or injury, and the best part, no drugs, no pain meds, and no downtime. This is an all-natural treatment that can get you lasting relief. People in Central Arkansas are raving about the results. Call now. Appointments are available for this upcoming week. QC Kinetics, 501-222-8440. That's 501-222-8440. 501-222-8440. A great deal on Select Kubota Equipment, the number one rated tractor brand for durability and owner experience in the U.S. The versatile lineup features performance match attachments to help you make the most of your land. Right now at participating dealers, get a Kubota compact tractor for zero down, 0% APR for 84 months. Now through June 30th. See them or go to KubotaUSA.com slash offers for full disclaimer. Visit your leading Kubota dealers today. River Valley Tractor, five great locations around Central Arkansas to better serve you. RiverValleyTractor.com. Welcome back to Drive Time Sports, live from the Eat My Catfish studios, where it's much like any of the seven Eat My Catfish locations, minus the always fresh, delicious food options like the family-packed catfish dinners. The number one sports radio show in Arkansas, Drive Time Sports, on the Buzz Radio Network. Drive Time Sports on the Buzz Radio Network, Rick Schaefer. I'm Randy Rainwater. In a moment, we'll be joined by, yes, the Gage Wood uh, here on Drive Time Sports, thanks to Tacos for Life. But first, I want to talk to you about my friends at First Security Bank, because if your business isn't banking with First Security Bank, you need to give them a look. Their business banking product is packed with valuable benefits, such as free online banking with free bill pay, business check line, business visa, business debit card, direct deposit payroll services, safe deposit box, retirement services, commercial account analysis, just a few of the many benefits your business will enjoy with the business banking account at First Security. But it's more than just great products. At First Security, it's about providing a better relationship. They'll sit down with you over a cup of coffee just to learn more about your business needs. So give them a chance to earn your business. Bank better with the business checking account at First Security Bank. Because at First Security, their bottom line is making your business better. Remember, FDIC, equal housing lender, only in Arkansas. That's First Security Bank. I think we now have <laughs> the Gage Wood. Gage, how are you, my friend? I'm doing good. How are you? How are you enjoying Hoover thus far? Uh, it, It's pretty fun, you know. Uh, the hotel's connected to the mall and everything. We had practice today, then we hit a lift and came back and went and got some food at the mall and then walked around, looked at some stuff for a little bit. It's a good time. The Chinese restaurant, by the way, is excellent uh, there in the mall. So if you haven't tried it yet, try that because it is very, very good and very affordable. So uh, try that out. How did the work? How did the workout go this morning? Uh, it went good. We hit some uh, split squats, some RDLs, and some rows and push-ups and stuff after we got done practicing. What do pitchers do at these workouts, knowing that they want your arms to be fresh when you get into the games again? Uh, we we do it all. You know, we uh we just start out by like playing catch and stuff, and then we'll go over some like bunt defense and like first and third and stuff, and then we just we hit the whole entire lift. Today you found out that you're on the All SEC freshman team. What does that mean to you? You know, it's uh, you know, it's just a great accomplishment and everything. Uh, feels good, you know. It's just something really worked for for a long time, and uh, it feels good. But you know, just never satisfied. You can can you tell what a team accomplishment it was to win the SEC? I don't know if you saw the All SEC team announced today. But on the first team, there's five from Florida. There's one from Arkansas. And yet you all tied them for the conference championship. Does that make you feel pretty good that maybe you did more with less or at least recognized with having less? Yeah, you know, uh, we've been uh, we've been battling adversity all year, you know. A lot of things didn't go our way from the get-go. 
and then in season we had some more injuries that end up uh I wouldn't say like I mean they hurt us but then again like the next guys they were they were ready to step up and do their job do the job and they did and you know it's just great that this team has come together and come this far and accomplished that and I think it's really great that we did that you know and you know great job by Hagen by making that team is one of the starting pitchers you know he's he's our guy and he's done a phenomenal job this year for sure you were one of those guys that stepped up. I, you couldn't have expected to play the role that you played when the season started, did you? Or were you, you thinking, man, I'm just ready anytime they call on me? You know, yeah, I was. Uh, I was expecting that just because I'd done pretty well in, in the fall and uh, the preseason scrimmages we had. and I knew I was going to be one of the bigger bullpen arms, but I got off to a shaky start there at the beginning of the season and things weren't going so well. But just things happen and I like it was time to really step up and I'm glad that uh, I kept getting opportunities and they kept believing in me and everything's finally come together are you one at one of those stages again things didn't go well early and you recovered things didn't go too well at Vanderbilt either but have you put that behind you and you're ready to to get strong again yes sir yeah it's just part of the game sometimes I feel like you know it wasn't my best day it wasn't my best two outings you know at that at Vanderbilt you know and you know, I, nobody was more hard was harder on me than I was myself. But you know, it's just part of the game. Sometimes you know, like sometimes you love it, sometimes you hate it. But no matter what, you just got to keep going. Okay. Uh, I, let me ask you this one, Randy. Right. Randy Rainwater's probably seen hundreds of games. I've seen probably well over a thousand games, major league, college, and everything else. Take yourself out of this, out of the, what I'm about to ask you. I have never seen a game where two runs were balked home. <laughs> How unusual was that, and, and what did you think while that was happening? You know, uh, it was uh, it was not good. It was It's something that uh, we got we to gotta fix, and we will fix it, but, you know, it hasn't happened all year, and, you know, like, I hadn't been called for that all year. I haven't picked much, but it's the same move I've always done, so... Mm. Did but, your did yeah, your foot gauge did your foot not leave the rubber is what is that what they called the ball cover? Uh, the ground. I guess I have to gain ground now. So we'll get it fixed though. Ah, gotta gain ground. I never heard that kind of explanation no, before. No, me either. Wow. Well I was gonna say, Gage, from the bright light of Batesville, and I do remember you pitching against Cersei, so I I still hold that against you. But um from the bright lights of Batesville, I'm going back over the previous box scores at the beginning of the season. Uh, TCU beat Arkansas 18-6 to there in Arlington. Gage Wood, uh, 0.0 innings pitched. One hit, walked two. And then, let's see, your next outing came against Oklahoma State in an 18-1 to victory that to me is when you started that upward climb if you can remember back that far uh one inning struck out all three batters that you faced and um there you had a little bit of rough outing against eastern illinois but after that you remained on fire has it all been kind of magical gauge going now from batesville but now you've got basically you're not a freshman anymore to me, you're a sophomore at least because of the exposure and experience and the opportunities you've had uh, at the University of Arkansas. Yeah, you know, uh, once you uh, once you really start the season and you uh, you get your feet wet, you know, you you really you're no longer a freshman. You know, you gotta you've got a job to do on the team and you got to do your best at it for the team and for everyone else. You know. But yeah, it's it's great. It's a great feeling, you know, uh when like all the hard work and stuff like pays off, you know, especially coming from like a really small town, you know. And once it all just finally started coming together for me, even though it was rough at the start, like it just makes it that much better, you know, because there've been there's been harder times and there's been better times, but you know, you just got to keep going, you know. You can't let a little bit of adversity take you down. This is Gage Wood, thanks to Tacos for Life. Gage, when did you know 
or sense that you were going to be a pitcher only. You were a very good athlete there at Baseball High School. When did you know that you were going to be just a pitcher only? Uh, it was the summer of my sophomore year. I really started getting better at pitching, and I was about tired of about tired of not doing the best hitting all the time. And I was uh, I was just much better at pitching, and I felt like I could really go somewhere in pitching. And I had to talk with my showcase ball coaches, and they agreed that I had a future in pitching. And that's when I really started focusing on pitching. When did you break the the ninety barrier, ninety miles? per hour barrier. When did you break it, Gage? Uh, that had been my junior year. Yeah, it had been right before my junior year. Mm-hmm. So the summer really between sophomore and junior or the summer between junior and senior? Sophomore and junior. Yeah, there you go. Because I, I remember when you came to Searcy, you were throwing the 90s at that, at that point in time. But um, the defense and kind of another bone that Rick and I had a few moments ago about these selections, uh, the defense has been at times spectacular for Arkansas. Uh, talk about the play of the defense and, and how you feel like that really has helped your game overall. You know, those guys, they, uh, they work their butts off, you know. And they make they make just about any play that you a lot of teams don't make, you know. And like even with the injuries, you know, Peyton Holt, he's he's really like stepped it up, and he's been going off here lately. I mean, had a heck of heck of a time there at second base, making all kinds of plays. And then Caleb Cowley, John Bolton, and Brady Slavin, it's all making good plays, you know. And up the middle, like if you got a runner on first, you know, and no outs, you're like. I mean, most teams are like, man, this this probably isn't so good. And our guys, the first thing we say is, hey, get a two ball right here. You know, we we're all all the time rolling a double play. You know, the defense has uh, been spectacular for sure. Uh, when you go back and you look at your development, what has been really the difference for you, Gage? What what has helped you turn the corner? I would say more of the mental side of the game more than anything, but also uh, really just throwing all of my pitches for strikes, you know. That's that's really helped. Other than the mental aspect, it, it would definitely have to be men- the mental part first and then uh, mixing speeds and different pitches for strikes. I'll read you this one from William. He says, is it true that pitching is 99% confidence and 1% ability? It is. It is. You know, when you when you walk out there, your name gets called. Uh, you got to know you're the guy for the job, and there's nobody better. You're quite expressive, or you have been. Have you, have you been trying to tone it down just a little bit? Uh, no, not really. I... Uh, <laughs> Just didn't have a didn't have my best day in Vanderbilt, and you know I I was I was more mad at myself than anybody was. But uh, now when when we get back rolling, y'all ain't gonna miss nothing. Don't worry. <laughs> well, and that's one thing about baseball. You play so many games. No matter how horrible you are one day, you got to think tomorrow I'm going to be a whole lot better than that. Gage, we know you have other ob- obligations. Thank you. Hopefully next week we'll have you at 4.30 as planned. Thank you, Gage. Yes, sir. Thank you. Gage Wood, thanks to Tacos for Life. All right, Rick Schaefer, I'm Randy Rainwater. Drive Time Sports will continue in a moment. Tune into The Zone Fridays for The Zone Rewind, when Justin and Wes discuss their best moments, sound bites, and interviews of the week. Brought to you by Mosquito Joe. With Mosquito Joe, outside is fun again.
This is for the men who never settle. The ones who believe only quitters and a game and a tie. The type of guys who choose the bar with the biggest TVs to overcompensate for theirs at home. This is the Lodge mentality. This is Twin Peaks. It's May, and May means more at Saracen Casino. More winning, and of course, another great vehicle giveaway. Play all this week to win the hottest SUV on the market, Ford's Big Ben Bronco 4x4 from Trotter Ford. The iconic Ford Bronco is back, better than ever, with more advanced technology and creature comforts, and could be yours just for playing at Saracen. Win more this month, including a new Bronco. Saracen Casino Resort. Vegas, Arkansas style. Gambling problem? Call 800-522-4700. Hello folks, it's Frank Fletcher from the Fletcher Store right here in Sherwood. Well today I want to talk to you about why I would like for you to consider Fletcher Dodge when you need a new or a pre-owned vehicle. You know, shopping for an automobile makes most people uncomfortable. It can be a stressful experience, but we want to take away the stress and give you a pleasant buying experience with confidence in what you hear and you see. Folks, our business depends on you returning to us over and over again over the years. We've been here in Sherwood for over 25 years, and many of you have bought five, six, or seven vehicles from us. Most of our sales staff has been here a long time. As you know, all of our pre-owned vehicles have the prices right on the windshield. Our best price is there for everyone to see, and our new cars have Frank Fletcher's green tag showing all of our specials. So folks, please come see us at Fletcher Dodge on Warden Road in Sherwood, or you can shop us online at FletcherDeals.com and give us a chance to serve you. This year, we considered hiring an ad agency to help us with our marketing. They pitched impressive visuals and a script that was inspiring. And exotic animal mascots to help grab your attention. In the end, we just decided to tell it to you straight. J.D. Power ranked shelter insurance number one in customer satisfaction among auto insurers in the central region and number one in price. See Candace Alford in Gravel Ridge, Brian Cress in North Little Rock, or Michelle Herring in Whitehall. So, you're in the market for a new outboard motor. Look no further than Arch Marine in North Little Rock. Located right off the Levy exit, Arch carries a full line of dependable Tohatsu motors ranging from 4 to 115 horsepower, all four-stroke motors. Come see us today at Arch Marine. Hey, crazy month last month. Mitch making us take all that money off them trucks. Oh, Ryan, Mitch said 8000 off. Man, maybe this month would be a lot smoother. Gosh. Hey, guys, I got an idea to make it $10,000 off this month. How? We need extra trade-ins, right? With $2,000 trade-in incentives, you get $10,000 off all new 23 Ram Bighorn trucks in stock. If you don't believe us, make that beautiful drive right here to Heber Spring during the Memorial Day sales event. Live from the Eat My Catfish studios, you feed your crave for sports by listening to Drive Time Sports. Much like you feed your crave at any of the seven Eat My Catfish locations. The number one sports radio show in Arkansas, Drive Time Sports, on the Buzz Radio Network. Saturday night, we had the group over. I was talking about Friday, and guess what? Tacos for Life was there. young lady named Michaela brought it, set it all up. We had great, we had grilled chicken, we had the ground beef, uh, we had the uh, flour tortillas, we had corn tortillas, lettuce, cheese, salsa, chips, black beans, rice. Gosh, I'm going to forget something, but we had a whole lot. We also had their punch, we had sweet tea, we had unsweetened tea. You know what? Our group thought that was absolutely fantastic. In fact, my wife said, next time we have people over, we're going to do it again. Tacos for Life did an absolutely fantastic job of catering our event this past Saturday night, and I'd recommend it to anybody that has a large gathering. So large, ours wasn't like too large, maybe 15 people, but it was absolutely great. So if you're looking for a caterer, something to do, just think also when you cater with Tacos for Life, you're providing meals for those who are food insufficient. Tacos for Life, try their catering service. You'll love it. Well, thank you for the invitation. I would have gladly been there. Would you have driven three hours? to? If I'd have known that, Randy, I would have done that. Now, you know, usually on your... uh, Sonic Blast, you don't say, hey, Rick, would you come down and you can have a Sonic <laughs> Burger? So, Tacos for Life is really good, but you can get them right there in central Arkansas. Yeah, I know. So. I know. Well, but you're having a big party. I, I mean, you had, yeah. had, you said 15 folks yeah, there yeah, with all yeah. the 
tacos. I it mean, was great. great. I got to tell you, and and you know they they bring it for I think we said sixteen we were prepared for one didn't come, but there was I ate it for lunch the next day too. It was great. There was some <laughs> left over, and it was really really good, really yeah. good. Yeah. I, I'm being not. I, I love tacos. Yeah. All right. Well, next time I'll invite you. If you want to drive up for our okay. big party, okay. so that's okay. You and on. and uh, at uh, next year when I have a sonic blast, I'm going to invite you down. <laughs> so okay. that way you make sure you have a burger. Yeah. Um, the University of Central Arkansas placed two student athletes on the 2023 A Sun Conference Baseball All Academic Team, and. Get this, Rick. Senior outfielder Colby Johnson earned his second consecutive spot on the all-academic team. And this year he was joined by junior pitcher Jesse Barker, who is also named to the A-Sun Co-Scholarship Athlete of the Year, or Scholar Athlete. Uh, Johnson, a right fielder from Pearland, Texas, 4.0 GPA average, while earning his Master of Business Administration in Data Analytics. Mm. Then uh, Jesse Barker, a right-hander from Benton, led the A-Sun with 109 strikeouts. He graduated in a degree in general science with a 4.0 GPA. Pretty impressive. That's impressive. You Very bet. impressive. Yeah. So yep. congratulations to those gentlemen. Let's check in with, uh, oh my goodness, Daryl from Oil Trough. Holy smokes, that hurt ah. you in a while. Yeah, brothers, how you guys doing, fellas? Man, doing good, buddy. How about you? I'm doing all right. I happen to be going through Little Rock today, and uh, I, I haven't lived in Arkansas in a long time. I live on the West Coast now, but I had had to go cross-country, so I, I, every now and then I listen to the show on the Internet, mostly around football you know, season when LSU and Arkansas is playing. I like to get you guys' take on stuff, and I've started to call in a few times, but as I drove through Little Rock today, I, I, I specifically turned to how many times when I lived here I called you guys after work and we get into it over LSU and Arkansas, and hmm. we had so much fun. And I still say, I, look, and I, I travel the whole country, I, and I'm going to tell you guys this one time, and I want all your listeners to listen to this. Guys, the show you have here in Little Rock with Rick Schaefer and Randy Radenwater is the best call-in sports show in the entire country. That's all there is to it. I've wow. been to New York. I've been to L.A., you know, all the other big cities. You guys, you guys have always been the best. Well, that's awfully kind of you to say that. Thank you. Appreciate that. Well, but, you know, listen, guys, I, I don't understand. Well, we're better if we can understand the question. <laughs> uh, all we heard was, I don't understand, and then you faded away. Yeah. Okay. Uh, Put him on hold. No, I actually, he needs to call back. Oh, gosh. I think he was, he was just starting to clear up. Yeah, he was. And right as I hit the... Uh, when he calls back, he's going to say, you're not the best call-in show anymore because <laughs> you hung up on me. <laughs> well, that's okay. I mean, I'm sorry. It just it's been a few it. years since we've heard from him, isn't it? Absolutely, yeah. 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 It's been yeah. a while. Yeah, so he's a big LSU fan. Maybe Daryl will call back. But Daryl is not as obnoxious as some of their callers are. Oh, by far, no. Like no. one that you've banned. Yes. That has happened. 501-661-1037. If Daryl's been away for so long, Damon, yeah. that may be that may be Daryl right there. We'll see. Never know. Well, I'm glad he knew the number. I guess because he did say he listens on the apps every now and then. So that's good. Okay. Here we go again. Hey! Sorry about that. We lost you there. <laughs> no, no, no. Hey, guys, that was my fault. I accidentally hung up on you. But, uh, yeah, so anyway, what I was saying was, you know, everybody, it's the middle of the summer, you know, or, or, you know, early summer, and people are calling in about football. Guys, listen, I don't know if y'all remember this, but I said this years and years ago. Look, Arkansas is always been competitive in all sports. They've got some great teams, and, of course, they've got great fans. But let's face it, we're in Arkansas. We're not in Texas. We're not in Florida. We're not in Louisiana. And I said years ago that the next time Arkansas wins a national championship in a major sport, 
it's going to come on the baseball diamond. Because Dave Van Horn is probably one of the top five college baseball coaches for the last 20 years. You know, he has competitive teams. He recruits well. And Arkansas competes really hard. Baseball is a really difficult sport to win the College World Series because there's so many things can happen. But here we are once again. Arkansas is right in the mix. I'm, I expect them to be a national seed. I expect them to k- compete really hard in Hoover. And, uh, you know, the chances of them going back to Omaha, you know, are, are, are better than even, I think. And, you know, just like every other year, Arkansas is playing for, for a national championship. Now, you know, of course, my LSU Tigers are as well. And we do have the best pitcher in the nation in Paul Skeens. I don't think anybody can even touch this guy. But beyond him, LSU can be had with their pitching staff, and they've showed that over the last few weeks. You know, and, and the Razorbacks, who were, who were behind LSU by a couple of three games just a few weeks ago, came back and stormed to the front and took over the first place. So, you know, I just want to know what you guys think. I mean, look, let's face it, 64 teams, it's going to be difficult. But, uh, I mean, what are the odds of the Razorbacks getting Omaha again? I say... Right now, I don't see a whole lot of people beating them. Well, Daryl, here's the thing for Arkansas and for LSU. Neither one of them can get in the loser's bracket and come back, I don't think. No matter how much offense they have, LSU's lost three pitchers to Tommy John this year. Arkansas's lost three pitchers. On a weekend series, both of them can be very good. But if you have to play four or five games because you've gotten the loser's bracket, I think it could be trouble. So that's the key, is uh, both of them are going to be hosting regionals. Probably both of them, if they win, will host super regionals. they got to stay on the winning side. Uh, neither one of them have the pitching depth it takes to win more than a three-game a three game deal. That, that's, what, that's my opinion. Well, Rick, I, I understand that. But, hey, man, listen, you could say that of a lot of the top teams yeah, you in college could. baseball. That, you know, that, that's a good point because you, you wonder. We don't know how good Wake Forest is. You know, they've been ranked number one for a while. But you are exactly right. That could be the case for everybody. And so if you get into a fourth or fifth game, you might have to win 14-12. to 12. Well, guys, I'm going to be watching Hoover real close this week, and I'm sure you guys will as well. Uh, good luck to the Arkansas Razorback baseball team, because if my LSU Tigers can't win at all, I certainly hope the Razorbacks do. And I promise you this, guys, if the Arkansas Razorbacks do finally win the College World Series, you guys will get a call from me. And I just wanted to let you all know once again, man, look, all over the country I've been, and I listen to radio, sports radio all over the, all over the place and all the time. You guys have always held a special place in my heart, because I think hands down, Y'all got the best call-in show in the country. Well, again, you're Thank very you, nice. Darryl. You're very kind. You're very kind, yes. Hey, you know, here's All one right. thing we know. Thank if you, Arkansas, Darryl. If Arkansas wins, Daryl will call, but Stan won't. <laughs> <laughs> because we can't see him. He's invisible. <laughs> All right. No Pat Bradley tonight. Pat Bradley tomorrow night. Pat out in Las Vegas. So we'll hear from them tomorrow night. Hour number three, straight ahead. Hear that? That's the sound of the 2023 Chevy Silverado's turbo high output engine. Delivering impressive power with no compromise durability. Whether you're helping friends move or just moving some friends, this is the sound of a family with plenty of rear seat room to enjoy the ride. And this is the sound of you heading to your local Chevy dealer